Hello, welcome to another episode of the Global Urban Professional Podcast. This is a podcast about business and pop culture, and is also a companion podcast to the Global Urban Professional webcomic. My name is Ramon Cuenca, CFA, and I am the creator of Global Urban Professional. Okay, um, so today I wanted to talk about the new Renaissance man or woman or person. Uh, basically, um, about how technology is not is not just changing society on a on a macro level, but also on an individual level. And we'll get to that in a second. But before we start, uh, I would just like to pay my respects to rest in peace, Tony Shea, uh, founder of Zappos. Um, I just learned that he uh, tragically passed away. That uh, he was in a house that caught fire. Uh, it's a horrible way to go. Uh, I mean, there are no real details yet, but it's very sad to hear. Um, if you don't know who he is, uh, he founded uh, Zappos, which is basically uh, it was an e-commerce startup that sold shoes online. Uh, this was, at the, I guess, maybe the early, mid-2000s. Um, I never used it, but um, I, I suppose I did, theoretically, once it was acquired by Amazon. I would, I would so I would have used the service when I was ordering shoes from Amazon, for example. But basically, he started Zappos, and they were doing really well, and Amazon bought them out, and he became very successful. And he's he's done a bunch of other, other things, too. I remember he... Was it him who was involved in, like, some urban renewal project? Was it in San Francisco or Las Vegas? I'm not sure. I really can't remember. Um, memory's fuzzy, and I'm pretty tired. It's kind of late. But uh, he was involved in other things as well, but his sort of claim to fame was being CEO and founder of Zappos or founder, co-founder. I'm not sure, but he was a CEO. Uh, um, Zappos is really one of those true success stories. Uh, if you're talking about running a business and uh, flipping it uh, and making a lot of money from it, that's exactly what he did. So I would consider him success- successful. I remember listening to uh, an episode of the podcast business wars where there was an episode about Amazon and Amazon versus Walmart, and he was it was talking about and the narrative was was talking about how uh, Zappos would do things like uh, advertise on you know those tra- if you're in the U.S. if you travel in the U.S. you have to put your shoes in those trays for example when you go through X-rays they would they would actually have ads on the trays if I'm not mistaken uh, so yeah so a lot of um, business strategy as it were since my my webcomic is about business strategy so. Yeah, they are, uh, Zappos was one exa- example of that. So uh, rest in peace, uh, Tony Shea. Um, okay, so going back to the to the main uh, topic. Uh, so the new Renaissance person in the coming years and decades. All right, so uh, since the beginning of the pandemic, I've been watching more. Obviously, many of us have been have spent much more time at home now. Uh, and um, for many of us, and for most of us, we have not had access to a gym, or any such, uh, or any access to a facility that would allow physical activity with other people. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm very into fitness. Uh, I, I go to the gym very frequently, and uh, I'm also a Filipino martial artist. So, um, so I'm really into that kind of stuff. So. I ended up watching because I couldn't go out. I mean, luckily I'm living. I'm living in a house right now, and uh, there's ample space to work out on my own. But I was looking for new workouts and things like that. So I was going on YouTube a lot more often now, and uh, 
and you know getting ideas for um for workout for work for workouts and uh, condition physical conditioning and also martial arts techniques uh the algorithm and you know it's funny by the way before i forget you might as well just uh, uh go on a sidetrack for a second here but like it's funny how like the youtube al- algorithm or the google algorithm or the facebook algorithm like the it, it really influences so much on 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 us as consumers on, on an individual level and then uh on a macro level as well when you think about you know groups of people being influenced uh to read or consume this or that content by these algorithms so it's um i wonder if that's a good or bad thing but anyways okay so back back to um back to uh renaissance okay uh so the youtube algorithm recommended to me a a youtube channel called the bioneer which, which if you're watching on on youtube you can see i have up i have up right here uh and it's it's funny because it, it really fits what I'm into. And I guess that's not a surprise because the uh, algorithm obviously takes into account every, everything you've watched before. Uh, but it's like a, it, it's a fitness channel, but it's not just fitness. It's also, you know, self-improvement, um, I guess, biohacking. I think it's the word now. Um, and it's pretty, and the way it's presented, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's, it's motivational, but it's also not like a, cause I'm not really a jock. I wouldn't, uh, even though I'm into fitness and health, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself at all a jock uh, being part of a jock culture. It's a bit nerdy and geeky, which is more up my alley. Uh, so and it's interesting too, cause he actually, this guy actually cites his sources and he talks about studies. So, and he's, I, I think he's a certified, he, he's certified in something. I, I think he's a certified trainer. I'm, I'm not sure, but yeah. But anyways, it, um, it, um, it really, it really was up my alley. So I was watching a few videos and I made a playlist and I, you know, I watch it. I listen to it now when I'm, you know, getting ready for work or about to go to sleep. Uh, but uh, today, earlier today, um, the algorithm recommended me a specific video from the Bioneer. This is called Becoming a Digital Polymath with Accelerated Learning. So I was very interested in that because I, I do want to be a polymath. That's one of my goals in life. Um... So um, I, I'm Filipino, and a lot of our, you know, a lot of our national figures and, stuff and, stuff and things like that were, um, they were very, they were uh, competent in so many different fields. So that was always my inspiration to be like one of them. So uh, basically a polymath. So so I was very interested in this, uh, in this um, video, and you know, maybe the, the <laughs> maybe the algorithm picked up that I watch like a, I watch across a wide variety of different videos, and maybe that's why. So polymath. Um, so it was t- basically talking about how technology is changing society and uh, how uh, how how you and the 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 host the pioneer gives you tips on how you can benefit from what's going on right now, like you know tips and tricks to to you know pick up certain skills or whatever. So I, I'm not gonna play the video for obvious reasons. You can you can look it up on YouTube. So the pioneer uh, becoming a digital polymath with, with accelerated learning. Okay. Uh, so, so he's talking about, uh, besides giving, you know, tips about how to, how to become a digital polymath, he also talks about how society is changing and talking about, uh, what it was maybe two, uh, two centuries ago and how it is now. And he was, and he brought up the example, uh, of the aristocracy, um, in Europe, the European aristocracy that I would say that also existed in East Asia. Uh, but basically, uh, if you're an aristocrat, you're, you know, you're basically set. You don't really have to work. You don't have to have, you don't, you don't have a nine to five job. You have a lot of leisure time and that's why they excelled 
uh, a lot of them excelled in so many things. Um, excuse me. I don't know why all these reminders are popping up, but anyways. Um, but basically, um, where was it? Yeah, aristocrats, and uh, they have a lot of free time. Uh, they can develop themselves. Uh, the The most famous example in, in the West is uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Um, and also, like, even in the, in the Philippines, like, uh, we have a people here, like, Jose Rizal, for example, the most famous one. Uh, but a bunch of them, like, they're basically uh, Filipino aristocrats during the uh, Spanish colonial period. So they had a lot of free time to really excel at different things. So that's sort of like a, an ideal that a lot of humans, or a lot of people in human society strive for. And I mean, it's a it's a great way to live life, of course, just to fully develop yourself and enjoy different activities and, and uh, uh, really express your individuality as well. Um so, but he's, so the Bioneer contrasts that to the modern day or what's, what it's been for the past century or so is that, uh, first of all, uh, you can't, it's hard to excel in different fields because all these different fields have been so developed that even just to make a marginal contribu contribution to a field like whether it's, I don't know, I mean, bringing up Da Vinci, you have like art and I guess math or architecture, like to do, just to give like the marginal value added now to these fields because they're so specialized and so advanced is it takes a lot of a lot of work if not a full-time job just to add a little bit of something new to a field right and interestingly he, he actually uh the bioneer talks about uh video games i actually don't know what the bioneer's real name is but anyways you, you, you can look it up but uh he talks about video games <laughs> he made a video game analogy that like um you know maybe a Let's see 30 years ago video games are pretty simple but the uh, the budgets got big they got they got bigger as the as as the industry industry grew and more and more people you know they there were these large armies of people who were developing these really really high end video games and you really couldn't cut it out as an as an indie developer until more recently where technology had improved so much that you can create a game a you know decent game from like I don't know I guess from your from your from your room you have a computer um yeah or or not and not much else so that's just an example he's talking about is that how uh in recent years and maybe the past decade or so um um technology has advanced so much that a lot of menial tasks theoretically are being removed so you think about things like well the iphone is obviously in one thing right the uh, you have all these things in one little phone. Um, E-commerce is another. Um, uh, outsourcing, things like that. So theoretically, you have free time to... You, your menial tasks are, you know, TaskRabbit, for example, is another one. Uh, you, your menial... Uh, sorry, excuse me. Your, your free, you have more f uh, free time, freedom, the theoretically, uh, because menial tasks have been either outsourced... Uh, or automated, which are both functions of techno of technological advancement, anyways. Okay. Uh, also, uh, so you theoretically have more time to do to do more things on your own and be more creative and and really make changes uh, in society or in, or in different fields or in and all human endeavors. Uh, and also with the internet, there is so much knowledge at your fingertips, which is true, but. I would be careful because um, and this is I just want something. Well, I just want to add something to which uh, he didn't really discuss in the video, which is that you have to be careful about what you read and consume on the internet. Obviously, I mean fake news, et cetera, et cetera, right? 
So, I mean, there's no regulation on the internet. I mean, and that's obviously uh, being played out, played out right now in courts uh, in the developed economies against, you know, Facebook and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, even even a lot of fitness people or YouTubers, like, who regulates them? Unless you have a certi- unless you're a certified trainer, but, but on YouTubers in general, like, there's no, or self-help, there's no real regulation for those things. So you can be careful about that, too. Uh, so all of this uh, is interesting because uh, um, when I when I was running this channel as art and finance, I had actually put out a video like a few years ago about about universal basic income, and I, I was talking about the I did talk about the aristocracy and maybe like a new aristocracy as well. So um, we kind of came across the same idea, I guess. Great minds think alike. Um, um, I flatter myself too much. Um, so yes, with a with technological advancement, and I, I would also, and I would also add with economic advancement, uh, theoretically, you could have more free time on your hands to do things that you want to do and really improve yourself and live your best life ever and be healthy and contribute to human society. Theoretically, I mean, you're not working like a nine to six, nine to seven, nine to eight, nine to nine, nine to nine, nine to ten, nine to eleven, nine to twelve you know, 24 hour a week, sorry, excuse me, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, mind-numbing corporate job. I mean, you could do so much more with your life. Uh, obviously, the uh, he didn't talk about this too much, but I mean, he did talk about like, you know, ways you can get, you can do this, but he didn't talk about how like we, um, most people uh, have to work like a full-time job. And if you're wondering about me, like I'm, the only reason why I can do all these things that I'm doing now is because I'm very, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I, I am from a privileged, ba- privileged background. I mean, I live with my parents. They can afford to support support me in my endeavors. Um, and that's why I was able to leave the corporate world uh, and do all these crazy things and all these ex- experimental things that I've struggled through for years and that are starting to pay off now because of industry conditions, which I've talked about in my podcast about content is everything. But anyways, I'm... Uh, most people uh, don't have that that luxury. So, uh, so what? Where? Where is economic change for most people? And theoretically, it would be under universal basic income. So, there are a lot of experiments, and there, you know, people are arguing this and that. You know, there's no, as far as I know, there's no conclusive evidence whether it's good or bad. But it makes you think that at some point, we're kind of it's kind of inevitable. I mean, obviously from from the automation of taking people's jobs, but also because a. Uh, Interest rates in developed economies. So um, here's the, where the business and finance and economics part comes in. Interest rates in in, uh, in developed economies have been on a on a secular downtrend for decades, meaning it's it's uh, it's always going down more or less. And uh, after the financial crisis, I mean, the global financial crisis in two thousand eight, uh, things never really picked back up to where they were where, where they were before. And I think, and if I'm not mistaken, a lot of central banks have actually cut interest rates again because of the pandemic. Um, so what does that what does that have to do with uh, you know universal basic income and being a Renaissance person? Well, basically, uh, the fear about low interest rates is that people will keep. I mean, the standard textbook fear about low interest rates is basically people. Will, there's so much money uh, being lent out, and people will. Uh, will start spending it and uh, pushing prices up more than they should go. Uh, and you could you could uh, basically uh, reach uh, um, 
hyperinflation or unexpected inflation that's much higher than what it should be and that's all and that's bad for the economy for reasons i won't get into here but it's not basically hyperinflation is not good um because every dollar you have gets the purchase basically the, the purchasing power of every dollar you have gets less and less like you can buy fewer things with a dollar or whatever your currency is so uh but the thing is that uh recently um at, le at least ever since the the global financial crisis, which is around the time when I got into the workforce, uh, despite interest rates being low, inflation in, in developed economies, for example, have been very, uh, it hasn't really gone up significantly. I mean, no one's really suffering from a huge inflation shock. You keep hearing it's just around the corner, blah, 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 but like, uh, no, there's nothing headline, you know, uh, attention grabbing. So, so theoretically, I'm sure you're all making the logical, the leap in your logic here, or the next step is to, to connect these things, is that if the government prints cash, more cash, with, you know, uh, to support people who don't really have jobs anymore because of, uh, because of automation, um, uh, it doesn't seem like, at least based on, 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 uh, on the, the, the past few years, like, it doesn't seem like uh, there's an effect on on inflation, and I might be wrong. I'm not an economist, uh, so, but but that's you know that's one argument. So, and, and why is that? Well, well, people point at different things. Um, you know, you, you can look at my Japanese economy YouTube videos. You can watch that to to learn more about like you know disinflation. Um, basically, people don't feel like spending more. You know, like as a, there's an economist called John Maynard Keynes who, is ta who talks about animal spirits. You know, whether people feel like spending or not, that's almost like a like you have to nudge people. It's, like, it's psychological, and that's why there's a field in finance called behavioral finance and behavioral economics, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but basically, um, I, I wonder if it's you know the. You know, I I read a headline saying that like the experiments with it have not been good with universal basic basic income has not been good, but who knows things might change in the future or it's, or it's inevitable or you know in some place in some countries it's kind of already happening. I mean, and again, bring up Japan like uh, there are all these zombie companies like uh, you know after the after the bubble burst, um, and that's been that's been changed recently in recent years under the Abe administration, but uh, for a long time like it's like. Like Japan is like this has massive its debt to GDP ratio is massive, but the most of the debt holders are 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 locals or Japanese. So uh, they're basically financing their own, basically fi keeping themselves afloat, even though like you know maybe keep, keeping themselves afloat, afloat and, and giving jobs where there there might not always have to be. So in some ways, uh, you are kind of almost living in that world in some countries in, in a place where. You know, uh, be people whether it's indirectly through holding debt or or via taxes, your people's uh, money is already being is a lot of it's being channeled into supporting society. Um, now, uh, I'm not an expert on any of this, and I I you know I I'm not a fan of big of of large taxes. So, but I wonder if, if some something about it is inevitable, or or if if they, if it's done in a way where uh, it doesn't. You know, for the, for those of us who are still in the who are still trying to do business or be entrepreneurs or et cetera, like it doesn't really hurt industry and commerce and innovation. So, yeah, but I wonder if I wonder if we can theoretically reach that paradise where you can you know be a new renaissance a renaissance person, but you can also you know be an entrepreneur. So, 
And that's not even talking about things like cryptocurrency, which I don't think is going to happen anywhere in the, in the near future because we don't, we're different countries. We know each country, I mean, has its own currency, its own currency, its, its own currency is part of its, uh, it's part of geopolitics, etc. So I don't think that's happening, but still it's worth, it's also worth considering that I haven't even talked about, you know, Bitcoin or things like that. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, just some food for thought. Um, um, hopefully you can find ways to, you know, I, I know most of us are, are just, you know, uh, punch in, punch out, uh, clock in, clock out, um, working in the corporate world, trying to escape, um, find a way to do it or find a way to live a life that's meaningful to you. Uh, you can actually check out this video from the, the Bioneer. Again, it's called Becoming a Digital Polymath with, with Accelerated Learning, you know, just to even just to have different develop different skills and try and find what you want in life. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully the macro economy goes in a way where we can actually live the lives that we all want to live. All right, uh, that's it for now. Um, I'll see you next week. Uh, if you like my podcast, please support. Uh, you, all the links are in the description, social media, etc. Uh, please read the Global Urban Professional webcomic because that's really what I'm focusing on. Uh, my plan is to get it onto streaming, um, ideally live action. Uh, okay, I uh, will see you next week. I gotta think of a tagline or something when I when I close off these podcasts. Anyways, next time. All right, bye bye. <laughs>